the college basketball experience weekend preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet win bets now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game, plus a 100% instant deposit match at ThriveFantasy.com. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by better fantasy. Better fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash S G P N that's better fantasy B E T T O R fantasy.com slash S G P N. And of course we're brought to you by us. Yes. The S G P N app is live. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. Uh, you'll get access to all of our picks and podcasts. And remember to enter the free Super Bowl props contest for your own chance to win a hundred thousand dollars. So grab that app today and let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome to the college basketball experience weekend preview episode. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> no one touches Dundee. Well, look, I know it's Friday afternoon and I'm dropping this weekend preview a little late, but that's because NC Nick's been on the injury report. All right. He's like Grant Hill in the, in the NBA on the injury report. <laughs> I'm joking. You know, I love Grant Hill. Hell of a good guy. Uh, give it up for the DFS God himself. He is back at it. The rooftop IPA drinking home brew making tobacco road, living the free lock given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. You know, I'm a little irritated. Also in my absence, you brought on a UNC fan who went ahead and picked Clemson over Duke <laughs> money line. It, what? What? <laughs> Come on now, man. I miss a day. Hey, I mean, God bless uh, DJ Primo. Uh, but I, I thought that was a stretch, especially Duke coming off of a loss, I, right? I, you know, like I, I thought, and Clemson hadn't been uh, setting the world on fire lately, so. especially with Hunter Tyson getting out for the year, you know, one of their uh, like a third leading scorer or so. So that was a bit reckless, but he's a UNC fan. He's, he was just bitter 
over that 20 point shellacking from last weekend. But <laughs> I, I had a feeling his heart was involved there. Now I got to ask before we dive into uh, this weekend's action, you know, obviously the, the, the big play in the game uh, that in that Clemson game that uh, that happened, that led to a suspension for David Collins, the South Florida transfer. And David Collins has then issued a statement saying, I was going to try to block it from behind, but I wasn't going, I was going too fast. I couldn't stop. I realized I, I needed to stop uh, when it was too late and I never have Do you buy a- it. I think it was a- an ax. I- I'll buy this. I'll buy this. I think it was accidentally dirty. <laughs> it's it a looks, dirty play. It's a dirty play, but it's one of the most like dangerous, reckless plays yeah. I can ever remember seeing. Which it's, I find it crazy that Wendell Moore bounced right back up. Yeah, me too. And you know? and that looks brutal. And and I I get it. And I feel sorry for Collins because maybe he is telling the truth. Maybe you, you you know sometimes you're not thinking. You you're you're just reacting and you're running up there and and next thing you know you're doing a dumbass play. Right. It uh, just looked, it looked blatant. So he got a one game yeah. suspension and uh, you know what? I'm actually okay with it. If, I mean, I get it. He's uh, he, he feels bad, but he said, uh, he goes, I, I, I wanted to make, I apologize to Wendell. I wasn't trying to do that. And to me, if you're doing that, I'm okay with it. Like I believe you. Yeah. And it, actually, and I saw, I think after it happened, coach K and Wendell Moore, you know, embraced him, you know, said it was, I, I think they basically said, you know, no problem. It happens. So Ultimately, if they're okay with it, then I suppose I am. But that was a wild play, man. Well, and, if it happens you know, again, then then where is the red flag? You know, I, I I do think people make mistakes, and and you know sometimes you just sometimes you're just uh, you know not paying attention, and and perhaps that was it. And now if it happens again, like the like Grayson Allen, I, I I even gave him a pass on the first one where he tripped the guy, and I was like, wait, the second one or whatever. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but none of those were anywhere near as dangerous oh, as I agree. that play. I agree. I mean, a, a trip is more. It's I mean, it's shitty. It, it's definitely dirty, but the chances of like major injury are are, are pretty slim, I'd say. But do you, you know, re- do you remember when Larry Bird like drove the paint and and just I, I forget who it was, but just someone clotheslined him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dude, you can get in like a YouTube rabbit hole of watching <laughs> NBA from the eighties and it's crazy. Uh, yeah. It reminded but, me of that in a way though, of like, there's a play where like the Celtics, I want to say it's the Pistons maybe where he's yeah. like driving down the lane. It might've been Lambeer <laughs> and they just close. He just clotheslined them and it led to a fight, which we didn't get in this, but at the same time, it, it, in a way, it kind of reminded me of that. It's like, okay, you're not I, trying. I'm actually surprised some of the Duke guys showed so much restraint, be, you know, because that uh, it warranted. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the cra- the crazy thing is that Duke got a technical for coming off the bench too. It's like, what the hell do you expect? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're not tried there for your teammate after something like that, <laughs> then I don't know, you know, what that says about you. But it, it was a wild play. I mean, it was it was crazy. But yeah. hey, it's over. Wendell Moore is apparently fine. And it's over. So, so is Clemson's season. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, Clemson does play Saturday night. So I mentioned Hunter Tyson is out for the year hurt. And if they lose David Collins, yeah, no, the, the ACC two, issued that he's suspended one yeah, game. Yeah, I saw it. So okay. two big blows. They have uh, who does Clemson have? 
I think it's um, someone decent. I think it's like uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame come to town. Oh, what a so. nice break! You guys gave them a, you guys. <laughs> they're in competition <laughs> with you guys. Right? Uh, <laughs> Duke should have said no, no, no. So spend them the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's let's think this out, guys. Buy some time. <laughs> uh, all right, look. Saturday morning. Look, we already covered Friday's show with with uh, with Noah. We don't normally do a solo Friday show, but hey, we had to do it. You were on the injury reserve. Noah Noah Beanick came in, and Noah knows his shit. That was a great episode. Go check that out. Out for if you're trying to get on games today or later tonight, some some nights nice Mountain West games, but Saturday morning, um, we got a pretty loaded lineup. Texas at Baylor, you know Chris Beard. We, you know they 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 came in to the season with high high expectations, preseason top ten, a slew of transfers, and much like Oregon State a season ago or something like that. I do think it takes time to find out who the who the hell you are. You know what? What they were like ten. They're ten deep. So which lineups? You know, mixing around. Which lineups are you know your most successful? And you know, I I I can't root for Texas because of what they're doing to the Big Twelve and what they've done to to the sport of college football and college basketball over the past couple decades. But I do think he's getting it together. And uh, and it seems like now that after a couple of big wins that Kansas win, they're definitely a tournament team. And and could they knock off Baylor? Perhaps because Baylor. Although they're eleven and two at home, uh, they're just six and four in their last ten, and they've been they've been dinged up. Um, what what are you gonna do here? Yeah, it's almost like the stock is rising on Texas, and the stock is dropping with Baylor. Uh, Texas is what eighteen and six overall now, seven and four in the Big Twelve. Winners of four of their last five, including the game you mentioned, uh, the home win over Kansas. But this is on the road here, and I still don't know if I trust Texas on the road. I'm curious as to see the uh, environment in Waco. I, I expect it's going to be pretty similar to Lubbock. Um, you know, Texas Tech had the whole coach Chris Beard thing also, which you know added fuel to the fire. But teams like Baylor, not only is it your in-state rival, but it's also the team that is screwing over the Big Twelve. Yeah. So I expect the fans in Waco to be pretty crazy in this one. Oh. That's going to lend itself to a very nice home court advantage. Well, a hundred percent. I mean, even with uh, the big 12 adding UCF Cincinnati and BYU, there's still this, it's still unstable. Like in a decade, will that conference be there? I don't know. And a lot of that has, has been because of the university of Texas, if not all of it. Um, right. But so I'm, I have question marks with Texas on the road and you know, therefore I would lean Baylor here in a game that I think is going to be a pretty small spread. We still, we still don't have lines. For, uh, for Saturday yet, but uh, what's your guess on a spread here? Anywhere what between four and six? I think part of it is LJ Cryer still hasn't played. He didn't play yeah. in the K State game. That and 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 by the way, you know, you were mentioning Baylor's kind of faded. They had multiple players out. You know what I mean? Like they they it right. wasn't just uh, Cryer and Langston Love who's out for the year. That's what's crazy too is like Langston Love was one of their better players and he was out for the year all year. Um, uh, but Adam uh, they they had injuries too with Adam Flagler. Flagler right. was out uh, out some games and, and Kenya was in that, was out some games. He was also he played in some where he wasn't a hundred percent as well. So. Uh, yeah, I, I I think Baylor's probably going to be fine once they get fully healthy. Now you you might, I don't know if Cryer's going to play or not, but uh, but I'm taking Baylor regardless. I think Baylor's going to win the game. Now if it's at six, maybe I ride with Texas. If it's at four or five, I think I'm going Baylor. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's a close game with especially with both te- both teams being so good on the defensive end of the court. It should be low scoring and relatively you know tight throughout. But I think Baylor can you know with that home court advantage. 
Yeah. They can separate themselves in the second half. Give me the bears. So God's eyes going to be rocking Saturday morning. This is going to be on the pupil Texas Baylor, but, but th- this next game, you can make a case. This seems to be on the pupil Arkansas at Alabama, Arkansas is red, hot, red, hot. They are not, they are on nine game win streak. They won nine of their last 10. Um, now at the same time, Alabama's 10 and two at home, just four and six in their last 10. But uh, Bama's beaten the best teams in the country for the most part. I mean, they 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 beat Houston, controversial ending. Uh, they beat Gonzaga. They beat Baylor. Can they add Arkansas to that list? Now, what are you doing here? And, and what do you, and what do you think? Uh, what do you think? Bama, Bama by one, two. Yeah, I mean it's going to be Bama by a couple, I think, because they are the home team. Now Alabama is only two and nine ATS in conference play, which is kind of crazy. But I think it's a good spot for them being at home, catching Arkansas after the big Auburn win. Arkansas has been pretty good on the road. I mean, in conference road wins over LSU, over Ole Miss, uh, they dropped one to Mississippi State back in December on the road. But overall, on the season, I think they're four and one on the road. Um, but no, I think I like Bama here. Good bounce back spot for Bama at home. I think they can win this game. I think they can cover in the process. Uh, man, I, 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 this is a, a tough game. Uh, I'll say that. Like, I think I lean Bama's Bama. Been tough to pick all year, man. Yeah, They've and Arkansas won nine in a row. At what point do you start to say, okay, Musselman's turned this corner? You know what I mean, like. Um, like Musselman's a good coach, man, and and usually Musselman's teams they play better as the season is winding down. He has he's been a good tournament coach with Nevada. Uh, he took Alabama to what Sweet Sixteen? Yeah, last year. Think, yeah, Sweet Sixteen. It wasn't I don't think it was Elite Eight, was it? Well, no, because UCLA upset him in the Sweet Sixteen in a wild you game. Go. You remember how crazy right. that game was? Right. Right. Um, so look, he's a good coach, man. So. Uh, by no means am I like hundred percent confident on Bama here, but I just think situationally speaking at home, I'll go crimson tide. Currently Lenardi has Bama, a five seed Arkansas, a six seed. So perhaps some seeding at stake, mm. uh, other sec matchup, Texas A and M at Auburn, Texas A and M. What the hell buzz Williams. There's not, there's not any buzz about the basketball program anymore in college station. It's all about Jimbo Fisher and $30 million and the best recruiting class in the country. Uh, a and M did beat all last year. The last time they played, uh, but a and M has lost seven in a row and, uh, and Auburn is undefeated at home. I will take Auburn. I think they win big coming off that loss to Arkansas. What are you doing here? Dude, it's tough to go against Auburn uh, in the jungle. Not only are I think they're undefeated at home, even ATS they're eleven and one at home this year, and especially with with A and M struggling right now, big time. It's like you know going to Auburn is not a get right spot by any means. Yeah, I think uh, this game could be pretty lopsided, and I'd be willing to lay a pretty big number here with the Tigers, especially losing the last time out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Creighton at Georgetown. I got to talk about this one just because Creighton uh, in Lenardi's last uh, or the first, uh, the first four, you know, like the first four games of the tournament, the, the 68, you know, like the, the games on Tuesday and Wednesday, he has Creighton playing uh, the Miami hurricane in one of those games. So Creighton uh, uh, on the bubble as you can be on the inside though, that's always good. So they can't afford a loss at Georgetown. Patrick Ewing's bunch has been fucking terrible this year. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, look, they're 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 zero and ten in their last ten. They've lost twelve in a row. 
there's no way he's going to survive this unless they, they somehow win the biggest tournament. Uh, what do you think this line will be? And do, do we take Georgetown? See, the thing is that, I mean, Georgetown is awful. They're, they're winless in the big East. I mean, Creighton's going to win this game. I don't see, I don't see a Georgetown run like last year in the cards. It's, it's just not going to happen. Uh, Hewing's going to be looking for a job here pretty soon, but I think at home they can keep the game within like nine or 10 points. Yeah. So it all depends on how much is Cre- how much uh, Creighton is laying. And I think that should be they could be, you know, minus 10, something yeah. like that. You know, and Creighton's a young team. How will they respond to pressure? This is what's great about this time of year is the chance that you could get upset by a team that really has no business uh, beating you. But at the same time, it's pressure. It's a road trip. Um, wouldn't I mean, wouldn't shock me if Georgetown won this, but at the same time, I, I'm going to take Creighton to win it outright. But I do think Georgetown will probably co- let's assume this is seven or eight. I think Georgetown might be my play. I think what I'll do is I think it's double digits. I'll go with the dog. If it's single digits, I'll lay the points. Interesting. Okay. Uh, next up, like I said, this is all nine ten a.m. Seton Hall at Villanova. No, I was on Philly radio today, and and uh, we had to create a line for this. And Nova minus ten and a half is what we came up with. Um, this is one Seton Hall, a team that really had hit that midseason slump. Them and Xavier, they just played Xavier. Seton Hall got the win. Maybe that will bounce them back, you know, to to closing the season out strong. They're in Philly at Villanova. We thought Colin Gillespie was going to be out. We thought uh, uh, Justin Moore was going to be out. No, they played, and then uh, if anything, uh, they, they played at St. John's, where I actually took St. John's, and then come to find out, Posh Alexander's the guy who misses time. So. I was uh, college basketball right there with the injury reports. I was all over the place. I would have never taken St. John's had I known Colin Gillespie was going to play. <laughs> so it gets worse. You know, in DFS, I started the backup point guard, uh, uh, a racket. Well, I, I always yeah, butchered that Ola, name. Olin Depot. <laughs> no, no, not that. I know, I know. The little brother, uh, Arkadiakino. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Arkadiakio. I, I know. Uh, I'm just being funny. Yeah, sure enough, I roster him. You know, he was dirt cheap. I thought I, was, I had a steal here. He didn't, you know, ended up only playing a couple of minutes, obviously, because Gillespie played. But um, it was, yeah, I mean, and thankfully he was not, he's not hurt long-term because that ankle injury looked like it, he could be out for, you know, a good amount of time. And obviously that would be a crushing blow to uh, Villanova's chances, but he's back. Uh, Villanova's fairly healthy coming into this game should be a good one here. But if you're telling me the spread is 10, I don't know about that, man. I mean, these teams played back on January 1st, uh, Villanova one by six at Seton hall. I'll give it to you that Nova is 10 and one at home this year, straight up. But I think, I think 10 points is too many. I mean, this is biggies basketball in mid February, two teams competing for, you know, at large bursts in the NCAA tournament. Give me Seton hall. If that's the case. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will, I took Seton hall plus the 10 and a half, but I do think it would be somewhere around, I, I got Nova winning by like eight, nine, something like that. So I do think uh it, w- it wouldn't be crazy if they covered this because I think Nova is capable of covering that. But I, I do think, uh, I do think the play is, uh, is taking the, the 10 and a half. It's just a little too big right now. If that's the number that they go with, like I said, sometimes me and Kramer are creating these lines and we're maybe a point off. Maybe it's nine and a half. Um, we shall see, but hey, it's a big game in the, in the, in the big East. Uh, do you think Providence, are, are, are you on board now with Providence winning the big East regular season <laughs> title? I've been a skeptic, man, but look, 
the the further we continue into this month and <laughs> I mean, they keep on winning, it's, it's February you know, 11th. What's it? What, so what are the sayings right now? How uh, much of a conference lead do they have? Velanova sitting at 11 and three in conference play. Do they have a two game lead. Uh, yeah. And I, but I, they, they have, they played twice yet. I don't think they've played twice yet. Right. Or did they beat them? I, I got to pull that up. I've told you before uh, on, on another podcast that Providence has never won a Big East regular season. No, yeah, you know, they've, they've had some good teams too. So, so Providence is ten and one. Villanova's eleven and three uh, in conference, but they've played three more games. So essentially, right now they're only deeming that a half game back because of the fact that Providence could could uh, could lose some of those ball games. But uh, after ultimately, that, my ultimately my money would still be on Villanova. Villanova's remaining schedule. I know we got to move to the next game, but home to Seton Hall at Providence on Tuesday. Oh, it's a big one. Uh, home to Georgetown. Then they're at UConn. Then home to Providence. So they do have to play Providence twice, and then at Butler. It's 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 a decent schedule. The, I mean, the the at Providence at UConn stretch is is tough there, but um, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I think you're still right though. Until Unless Providence, when, if Providence be, beats them in Providence, then they're pretty much well. Actually, no, because they could still lose. I don't know. It, it's going to come down to the final week, I bet. Anyway, let's continue on this journey. Oklahoma's at Kansas. This is still 10 a.m. Nick, this is this God's eye is going to be rocking. Porter Moser, did he just play himself in into the? I don't think he's played himself into the NCAA tournament yet, but he did. I think with that top 10 win over Texas Tech. I think he put himself back on the bu- actually no, Lenardi's got him as an 11 seed. Really? Yeah. Got him as an 11 seed with that win over Texas Tech. 14 and 10 overall, 4 and 7 in the Big 12. That must be a pretty damn soft bubble. Uh I mean, it's a well, huge they, win they, obviously. They did beat East Carolina and they they're that's a good win for that right, that program. They should have got an art and at large berth right there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but th- I think this is what's helping them. They they blew out Florida and Arkansas. Uh, Florida. I'm Come just on. saying Florida is like, is, Florida's not in the tournament right now. Uh, I think they're right on that fence, buddy. I think uh, let's see what, let's see if he has the Gators in this thing. No, he's got first four out the first team out. He has, he has them as a mm. 69th team, Florida really? Gators. Uh, they also beat uh, Iowa state and K state. I guess that's helping their strength of schedule. And then they beat West Virginia as well. Other, um, other teams that probably won't be in. <laughs> yeah. Well, right now, I mean, maybe it's just the strength of the, uh, of the big 12 is, is kind of, you know, helping up, uh, yeah. propping them up there. Some, uh, these teams have already played once that was um, what a couple weeks ago and Kansas won at Oklahoma by three Oklahoma, just one and five straight up on the road this year. That has to be concerning and right? Kansas 11 and one at home, but Kansas is going to be laying some serious points, probably at least seven or eight or so. I think it might even be more. I think it might be 10. I hate to sound like a broken record here, but in conference play, you know, I don't like laying that points that much, that much. And, you know, in, uh, in Oklahoma, there it's a slow pace, good defense. They're going to try to, you know, limit possessions, lower the scoring and potentially backdoor this thing. Yeah. If it's double digits, I might go dog again. 
Yeah, I might too. It depends. With if it's eight or nine, I think I go Kansas. If it's ten or eleven, I think I go OU. I think I'm on board with that. Uh, I got to touch base on this Patriot League battle. Also, it's because we're a fucking Americans, and uh, Navy is at Army. Army got their heart, dude. I, I didn't watch this Army Boston game. I had it on God's eye, but I was I was calling another game, so I was in the other room. I didn't get to watch it. Army blew a big lead and lost to BU by one. Still covered. But it puts them in a really desperate spot here because they drop back to fifth. Now, between one and five is a very narrow gap, but Navy's in second place. Navy's playing for this is a huge game in the Patriot League for for seeding. Um, it's at Army, and if you remember, if you remember, this game was played in January twenty second at Navy when Navy blew a thirty four point lead, <laughs> and Army won the game. I was about to say blowing big leads. I mean, this, that game was 40 to 18 at halftime. And I think I, if I remember correctly, I locked up and bet Navy and I was, I was, you know, already cashing my ticket obviously, because I thought it was, it was sewn up. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Uh, the revenge angle here, I guess I'd lean midshipmen, you know, just because I'm sure they remember that game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I, I think I would I would go with that too, but this is one that probably come, going to come down to the final possession. Who do you think yeah. will be favored? Navy. I would say it's the fact that Army won at Navy and now they're at home. Maybe Army m- minus one. I mean, neither team is as good as they've been in the past. Yeah, I don't know who's better. I, I mean, I guess Navy's Navy has a better record, so they might be a a, a slight favored. Um, uh, let's scroll down. Chattanooga is at Furman. These are the top two teams in the SoCon. Um, I, I think this is a great, this is a low key, great game. Uh, and if Furman wins, they will be in first place. They're currently in second Chattanooga is in first. Um, they've been back and forth, you know, whenever they lose a game, they drop a seed, but it's been these two at the top. I feel like for the past couple of weeks, uh, what are you doing here? I think I might take Furman. Well, if Urban's coming off a two game losing streak, which is, you know, pretty much unheard of with how good they've been the last, I don't know, five or six years or so. Uh, so the fact that they're at home, big game, I don't see them losing three in a row. So uh, yeah, give me the paladins. You know, what's crazy though, is Chattanooga's 10 and four on the road this year. That is impressive. They, they, they've been good on the road. Chattanooga also has a, a, they have a two game lead in conference. So this is a huge game. If Chattanooga can win one more road game, it really separates themselves from the rest from the uh, rest of the pack. Yeah, this would be a gigantic one, but but th- their schedule is tough down the list. I think the SoCon is just really good. They're at Furman, home to UNC Greensboro, home to VMI, at East Tennessee State, home to Samford. Every one of those games you could lose if you don't bring yeah. your A game. Uh, I'm going to take Furman though to get to get the get the big win there. Um, do I mention this Harvard at Penn real quick? Penn Penn is in second place in the Ivy League. Harvard's in fourth, I believe. Uh, Penn just beat him at Harvard. A revenge factor here. I'm going to say, and I, I was on Philly radio. They asked me this one. We created a line at three and a half. Penn minus three and a half. I'm going to take Harvard plus three and a half. <laughs> Damn it, we agree again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, Penn's won four in a row. Harvard's lost four of the last five. Uh, but you know, these games where there's a quick turnaround when you're playing each other again. I mean, they just played what the 28th of January a couple weeks ago. So. Um, you know, usually it's a split. I'll take Harvard, especially if I'm getting points. Yeah. Yeah. Florida state is at North Carolina and what the hell is happening with Florida state? They lost a pit in Tallahassee. 
They're not in the NCAA tournament currently. Believe it or not, Jeff Capel has a winning record at for, uh, against Florida State. <laughs> That's while, crazy. While, while the coach of Pittsburgh, so <laughs> I don't he knows know. how to beat him. Uh, for some reason, they match up well. <laughs> now this is a huge game for North Carolina because uh, going by Joe Lenardi's bubble, North Carolina is uh, last four in and and really close to being out of this. Still no quad one wins, I believe, right? Yeah, <laughs> because I, I think Clemson just. Slipped out of the quad one when when UNC beat them earlier in the week. That's crazy. And and but UNC, and I, I don't think beating Florida State would be a quad oh, one. Not at all. Either. I mean, they're sitting there at what thirteen and ten. Yeah. Um. Now they still just need to get this thing done. I mean, they're twelve and one at home. Uh, I'd you- lean there. I'd lean in their direction too. Uh, Florida State just two and six ATS on the road. They look like a dumpster fire right now. They're the you know the wheels are coming off of that train. So. I guess I'll take you and see. I don't feel great about it though. Yeah, I mean, I think this is one that I wouldn't be surprised if this if it's UNC by six. Are you taking Florida State? I think this has close game written all over it. I'd be surprised if if UNC was that high of a favorite. I guess. Yeah, but yeah. at home, I'm at home. I think I would. Uh, moving down the ranks, I'm not going to talk South Carolina, Georgia. Sorry, I think both those schools are fucking done. Um, Let's go Davidson at Rhode Island. The only reason why I mentioned this, I'm on the fade Rhode Island train right now. Mm-hmm. They are 335th in shooting the three. They're 352nd from the free throw line, but at the same time, and they're 309th in turnovers. At the same time, Davidson needed overtime to beat St. Joe's. He has day. Uh, Lenardi's got Davidson on the outside looking in right now, which is crazy because they're 20 mm. and three. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. In, in the A10. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah. I mean, A10 might be a little bit down because St. Bonaventure isn't as good as we thought they were. Richmond struggling some too. St. Louis not great. I guess the A10 is a little bit down this year, and I, and I guess that's why the best they team They still in that went conference. to Alabama and beat Alabama. There you go. <laughs> uh, hey, I think they should be in. And, and you know, with Davidson, I, I love betting them when they're a dog or a small favored. But if you're laying like they were laying against St. Joe's, I think they were laying like twelve or yeah, something. Yeah, and, I, took, uh, I I just don't feel comfortable laying double digits with Davidson. I think they definitely beat Rhode Island. I mean, zero and five in their last five. Rhode Island, talk about you know a train coming off the tracks. You know what's crazy is Davidson is, is gonna. I think they're gonna beat Rhode Island. They're they're the game after that. They're back in in Charlotte or wherever the fuck it is, uh, hosting Duquesne. Then they're hosting St. Louis. Then they're at Duquesne. Then they're hosting Fordham, and that's the end of their season. Wow! If, if they beat, I'm sorry, that's the end of February. Then they have George Mason in in uh, in Charlotte. After that, I, I think if they beat St. Louis on the on the 19th of of February, they're going to win out. And and if they win out and don't get in, if you're sitting there at what is that? What would that be? Twenty six and three. <laughs> I think if they win out, they're in. There's, I mean, you have to. I mean, the A ten is not like you know the summit league or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it might be a little down this year, but it's still, you know, very quality basketball. Well, um, when, you, when you look at Davidson beating Bama, when you look at Dayton beating Kansas, George Mason right. almost knocked off Kansas. That was like a six point game. George Mason beating Maryland. I yeah. mean, Maryland kind of sucks, but still it's a nice win. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, but uh, okay. So let's move along here. Um, I feel like Dayton with Dayton losing that they're still in fourth place. They're hosting GW. You're going to ride Dayton there at, at home. Yeah, I think so. I mean, GW has been like good enough to cover lately, um, but Dayton at home is really good here. Yeah. I think I go flyers. All right. When I was on Philly radio, they asked me about this game, Rutgers 
who just remains amazing in, in Piscataway. <laughs> at uh, home. Yes. Um they're at Wisconsin. Now Rutgers is two and seven on the road. They were terrible last year on the road. Wisconsin's ten and two on the road. We were projecting this line at nine and a half. Wisconsin's ten and two at home, you mean, right? Yeah, ten and two. I'm sorry. Yeah, ten and two at home. Um, we were projecting this line at nine and a half, and I said with that, I got to take Rutgers. I, I know they suck on the road, but Wisconsin beat Penn State by two <laughs> at home, and then the game prior to that, they only beat Minnesota by six in Madison. Um, I gotta take I gotta take Rutgers despite them being fucking terrible on the road. Rutgers, just the fact that Rutgers knows right now they're not in the tournament. They're on the outside of the bubble, but they're 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 not far away from making the tournament. Um, they gotta be, at least they, they'll probably lose, but they at least gotta show up to this one, right? Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I mean, like Wisconsin, once again, slow pace, good defense. Their last three wins, they haven't cracked seventy points. Yeah. So, you know, that tells you that if they're going to win, it's not like they're going to, you know, there's going to, it's not going to be a big offensive output. So yeah, if you're, if you're guessing the line at 10 and a half, I got to be all over Rutgers here, Wisconsin. You mentioned the last two home wins, you know, 51 to 49 against a bad Penn, uh, an average Penn state team and 66 to 60 against an average Minnesota team. So I would go Scarlet Knights. Yeah. Uh, okay. Moving along here. We got West Virginia at Oklahoma state. Uh, currently uh, Lenardi has West Virginia on the outside. They are on the outside. Oklahoma state, not well, eligible. They went like three weeks without winning a game. So <laughs> you know that's, that's not what well, they just, they just housed Iowa state by 16 and he's got Iowa state in. Um, I think both of us were on that. Iowa state's a nine seed. Yeah. We locked that up. We were all over that. Um, this is a big game. This is a, a dangerous game because Oklahoma State can't make the tournament. So I feel like they're playing with house money. So uh, I'm going to take West Virginia, but I, I wonder what this line will be. I actually think Oklahoma State might be favored by like two or three. I could see that, and I, I think I agree. I think I'm going to go West Virginia too. You know, Oklahoma State. They are what one and five in the last six. Granted, most of those games were on the road. Only two were at home, and and actually, I mean, they beat Oklahoma at home and uh, took Iowa State to overtime before losing. But I think with the Mountaineers finally getting that W, uh, maybe you know they're finally healthy now too. Yeah, uh, I think maybe they're starting to turn a corner. And you know, I, I give credit to, uh, or I, I have faith in Huggy Bear, so I'll go WVU. But I mean, look, Stillwater is not an easy place to get a win, so. Uh, tread lightly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I got it. I no, no, we're not going to talk Temple Tulane. We'll just move along. They're, they're. I mean, they're still somewhat in the race, but I, I don't find, I don't find that. I think that's kind of a snooze fest. Uh, moving down the ranks, NC State Pitt. No, not going to talk about that one. Miami at Wake Forest. This is an awesome game. This is an awesome game because right now, by the way. Lenardi has Miami in the first four in, or I'm sorry, the last four in. Uh, wow. So Miami, his last four in are Miami, North Carolina, Creighton, and BYU. Um, his first four out are Florida, San Diego State, UAB, and Memphis. Um, which is crazy. That shows you the quality, or you know, the, it shows you the lack of quality in, in the ACC right now. <laughs> Miami is 17 and seven, nine and four in conference. And they're on the wrong side of the bubble. No, 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 they're, on, they're, they're on the right last four in, okay. but barely. So they're, they're squarely on the bubble. What What is uh -huh. that? Is that just, they're at a conference. I think they should be further in personally. 
He would think so. I mean, we can pull up the full schedule here real quick. Look, I know he's got Wake. He's, Go he's got Wake as an eight seed. Yeah, I get it. Wake's twenty and five. Miami's seventeen and seven. But I don't know. Call me crazy. I, I if it was me creating these things, I would have Miami further in. And you look at a conference, and Miami lost to Alabama, Dayton, and UCF. Those aren't bad losses. They beat North Texas. Florida, they beat Florida Atlantic. They're in first place in the CUSA right now. Beat Penn State. That's an okay win, you know. And then, and then within the league, you know, Clemson. They they beat Wake Forest the first time. Yeah. Uh, they beat Duke. Obviously, they beat UNC. I don't get it. Uh, they should be further. Virginia in. Tech is still has postseason aspirations. They beat uh, Virginia Tech. So yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they're not you know more firmly entrenched in in the field here. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, now looking at this game, this is at Wake. Have you had a chance to watch Wake? I mean, I I love this kid, Alondis Williams. Have you have you have you had a chance to watch? He's a baller. I have. Yeah, dude. HBC Nick here. Come on. Yeah, you know, I, I remember talking to you a couple of weeks ago. Like, I don't remember him at Oklahoma last year. I watched a decent amount of Oklahoma basketball, and I don't recall him making an impact on on those games. Yeah. So, and the fact that I mean, he's he's playing great basketball this season. Great transfer pickup. For uh, Forbes and Wake Forest, and I like them to get revenge on Miami and take them down this game. Do you, you know so the fact that they were only one? laying the fact that they were only laying a couple points at NC State earlier in the week was crazy. I locked it up. I don't think you did. You should have. Well, I thought it smelled. These ones that smell like the Purdue Michigan game. I was like, huh? Why? <laughs> uh, Wake Wake is thirteen and one at home this year too. Yeah, I think Wake you know is, is going to get revenge. I agree. Do you know what the home loss was? It was the the Blue Devils. Was that it? Uh, ding ding ding! Oh, they're a young team. We'll see when they go to Cameron Indoor. Randolph Childress two uh, I think I think it comes up next week. There you go. That's a good game. Um, we're gonna move down the ranks here. Uh, Indiana's at Michigan State. What is happening with the Hoosiers, Nick? They're still a nine seed according to Lenardi, but that loss to Northwestern. Whoa, whoa. Northwestern, are they playing their way into the NCAA tournament, Nick? Not yet, not yet. But uh, they've, they've. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I think they have a long road to go. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But you know, on the other hand, too, like how good is Michigan State? Because once again, they're a team with offensive struggles at times. Yeah. And I think they'll make the tournament. Obviously, I'm not saying that, but I don't think they're going to go very far. I think they're a team where they could get plucked off in in round one. By by a, a mid major, you, you know who Lenardi has a matching up with right now, Is Iona. That? <laughs> oh, that's interesting, man. <laughs> that that's a that's an interesting game, definitely. Uh, but Michigan State has lost three of their last five. Uh, they look good, you know, beating Michigan at home what a couple weeks ago. But other than that, uh, yeah, they haven't just haven't looked great. And their problem is they don't have a go to guy. Yeah, Izzo, Izzo will play like ten guys. They got size, they got depth, but they just don't have a go-to guy. And you know, if you need a bucket, I don't know who that person is. They, they also they also turn the ball over. They're two hundred seventy-second in the nation at, at at turning the ball over. So that's killing. You know, that's killing. Isn't yeah, that's, you know. <laughs> right. And, and you know what that comes down to is probably you know poor uh, point guard play. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Walker, the transfer from Northeastern. You know, he hasn't. She hasn't played that great. Uh, AJ Hoggard, he also, you know, shares time in the backcourt. He's, I mean, he's so inconsistent. One game, he'll look really good. The next game he's invisible. So I don't know, but going to this game here, I mean, at home, you have to lean Sparty, right? Yeah. 
I don't trust Indiana on the road. I don't trust Indiana at all right now, actually. Um, so I, I, I'll ride with, uh, I will ride with, uh, with, with Sparty on this one. We got Memphis at Houston, Memphis at Houston here. This is one where Memphis on the first four out, they've actually gotten somewhat hot here. They've won four in a row. Uh, Houston is undefeated at home, twelve and zero, and they they just are coming off of a loss. Did, did you catch this SMU game? This game was wild. I, I you know I, I didn't watch any of it, but I, I was the only person of our I think like we what do we have like five six guys picking games now. Yeah. I think I was the only one who took SMU to cover you, that. You know Houston blew like a fifteen point lead with like seven minutes. I, I'm left. aware. I, I'm and, aware of what happened. And they go to shoot a half court shot. Uh, so Houston's down three. They get the ball to Kyler Edwards, who shoots a half court shot. He gets fouled. He gets fouled from half court. <laughs> and and now you're like, oh my God, like how could SMU be that dumb? Right? And and then he 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 doesn't make all the free throws. He misses one of the it was gonna go to overtime. So it was like, yeah. man, uh that was a wild game. Uh Memphis, though, seems to have found something. What do you, I, I'm thinking Houston's probably gonna be like a nine point favorite here. Do you, I'm gonna ride Memphis, I think. So you're telling me you have we have one of the best teams at home against one of the worst teams on the road. Memphis on the road has been awful this year. One and six ATS. Last year these Dude. games were wild though. Yeah. I think I think I'm on Houston. Do you remember Especially coming he, off the loss too? Houston hit a half court game winner to beat Memphis yeah. last year. And I, I want to say that was the one at Houston. Uh, one of the things though, Memphis has done this without Imani Bates. He's been injured. I'm hearing he is a game time decision for Saturday. That that's, you know, the top recruit in the nation. Um, uh, I got to touch base on this. Samford is at East Tennessee state. That is a pretty big game. Ah, no, no, we can move along because even though they're, they're two good teams that the gap is, is far for them to, to come up and, uh, and, 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 get, and, and contend besides these, the SoCon tournament, Kansas state at Iowa state. How about this one? He's got Iowa state as a nine seed. He's got Kansas state on the outside, but not that far on the outside. Hugh, this is in Ames though. This is a big time game. Are you going to any chance you're going to take the wildcats here? Dude, Iowa state, they, they need wins. I mean, but you they're know, still they in K state's out. Hold on. So Iowa State started off what, like twelve and zero or something. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve and zero. Since then, they're only four and eight, and they're losers of three straight. Uh, they haven't played Kansas State yet. We still got two matchups coming up. Uh, so Iowa State. I mean, they've just come back down to earth big time. Uh, but look, I mean, they they can still salvage their season and make the tournament if they can start getting some W's. I think that's a case here. I think at home, I like them over K state and they got these wins against Iowa, Creighton, Memphis and Xavier that are going to save them. So true. Yeah. You know, Oklahoma state, a win and, and Texas, Texas tech, Texas tech and, as well. Yeah. And, and Texas, they got a lot of good wins. And you know, like we said, the bubble's pretty damn soft this year. Not too many teams on the bubble have that, those kind of wins. You know, I'll definitely give you that. Uh, we moving along. Um, there's a lot of uh, big time games. So does Virginia continue to stay hot at home against Georgia Tech? I think so. Yeah, I think Georgia Tech. They they just looked awful, awful recently. So uh, yeah, I think th- especially that confidence over that you know that game winner versus Duke here. 
I think the Wahoos roll. Some of these low key games are good. Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and Nichols in the Southland. They both can still win the Southland. It's a tight race. That's that's one that's going on. We got App State, who's currently first in the Sun Belt. They're taking on Georgia State. Don't look now. Georgia State bumping up to six in the Sun Belt. They were tenth just a week ago. But can App State continue to be the the this? I mean, th- this is a team that's uh, what ten and or eight and two in their last ten. They're ten and two at home. Uh, you, you ride with your boys. I agree exactly completely what you said earlier in the week when app state was playing Georgia Southern, I think app state was laying six or something. And we both took Southern. We were like, look, app state wins, but they don't win by a lot. So again, if this spread is five or more, I'm going Georgia state. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Maybe even a money line play there. Uh, VCU is at George Mason. It's a bit of a bit of, bit of a rivalry, so it's personal to you too. But Mason Eagle Bank Arena, Fairfax, Virginia, be there. And, and Mason getting Josh Adoro back was huge because he was out for the LaSalle game and the Richmond game. He comes back. They beat Richmond. Mason's in sixth. VCU's in third. Mason had a bunch of games canceled, so they have opportunity to jump up the ranks. Uh, not only with this game, but the fact that they have more games out there as po- as opposed to a lot of the other A10 teams. Uh, huge game here. Huge game. I'm expecting VCU to be a short favorite. Do we ride with Kim English's bunch? I think I might. You know, I mean, granted, this is not VCU Richmond, which is the battle of the city of Richmond. But it's only two more hours up the road. So George Mason has a little rivalry with VCU and with Richmond as well. And I think on the home court, I think the Patriots take care of business. That's, Maybe I'm biased. Yeah. I went there. Well, they should they should just start their football program. Let's be honest. Start your football program, George Mason. Uh how about Longwood? You haven't talked much about Longwood, have you, huh? 18 another, and five Virginia school, 18 and five first in the big South. They're taking on the, the, the fourth they're going on the road to take on North Carolina a and T fourth in the big South does Longwood Longwood is red hot. Have you followed this Longwood team? They are 10 they, and zero in their last 10. They've won 11 in a row. They haven't been this good since Jerome Kersey, right? Yeah. 18 and five rest in peace to Jerome Kersey, former Portland trailblazer. Uh, you're going to take them on the, what, that they're going to be like seven or eight point favorites on the road at a and T Terrell Furman jr. Terrell Furman jr. Says, Hey, fuck you, Nick. All right. <laughs> now here's one thing you know, before long was last victory over upstate, which I think you were on the wrong side of that. If not mistaken, dude, upstate I, had that man. That was like a four point game with like a, a minute and 40 seconds left. And I lose by 11. Yeah. But look over Charleston Southern on the road. They only won by two. Over UNC Asheville, only win by eight. Dude, the, ga- uh, the yeah, game, the-, the game I watched against uh, uh, Winthrop, they should have lost, man. They they pulled yeah. that one out of their ass. Yeah, they 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 win closely. It's kind of like Winthrop because Winthrop for a while there, they were winning, but not by a lot. And uh, so this this game also took place a couple weeks ago. Longwood won at home by eight. Um, I think A and T can cover if if you're gonna give me, you know, like seven or more points. Yeah, I think I, I'm with you. Murray State's at Moorhead State. This is an awesome game. Uh, Belmont Moorhead State was wild, wild. Uh, I had to watch that on replay. Belmont won by one. Does Murray State? This is another team, Nick, that has won 13 straight games. They're eight and one on the road. They're 23 and two. I mean, Murray State. That talk about having a good program. It wasn't that long ago? Didn't they go to the Sweet Sixteen just three years ago? They're a current ten seed. They'd be playing. Lenardi has them playing LSU right now. And I, I honestly, if they played LSU tomorrow, I would take Murray State. Uh, LSU has not been playing 
good of late, but you wonder if they could lock down on Murray State defensively. But that's a hypothetical game, so I won't put too much thought into it. Uh, on the road here against Morehead State, I mean, I agree the Racers have been a hot lately, but you saw Morehead State, they just lost by a point at Belmont. Yeah. yeah. It's a great a game. This is a great affair. game. This is a low key great game. Yeah. 48 47. <laughs> Love some college basketball, man. So Defense is back. Once again, here, I think if Murray State's laying like, you know, close to double digits, I think it might go more head to cover. Murray State probably gets a W, though. That's a great game, though. Murray State, 23, 23rd in the nation. Shout out to the Racers. They're ranked. Talking whack, whack basketball. You know, New Mexico State is in first place in the whack. They're 20 and three. They're on the road at Utah Valley. Potential upset spot. Nick, any chance you ride with UV at home against the Aggies and that awesome mascot that shoots off? All those cool ass guns. It looks like, you know, UV just screwed me playing at home against Grand Canyon. Uh, what yesterday, Wednesday? Yeah, they lost by ten. Uh, you know, and Grand Canyon is not a very good road team, so that has me a little, you know, worried about uh, the Wolverines of Utah Valley. So, look, me and you are both proponents of the New Mexico schools having good basketball. Yes, we're gonna make it out there for a road trip and go to some of those games. Yes. one of these years. So, yes. I'm on the Aggies here, man. Go to New Mexico State. There we go. I love it. Uh, Cal at Oregon is Oregon going to roll. I got to mention it because the ducks seem to be a team, by the way, I think uh, Lenardi has them as uh, they're ahead of Miami, North Carolina and Creighton and BYU. They are in right now. He has the ducks as a, what is this? Where are you? Oregon as a 10 seed. I'll say this. I'll say, I mean, they're a dangerous 10 seed. You know, we saw their ceiling when they went down and beat uh, UCLA and USC, you know, in, in back-to-back yeah. games, that and they, was, and they've won nine of 10. They've won nine of their last 10 games. Yeah. But not by a whole lot. Like, you know, they were laying eight and a half against Stanford and, and, and we took the points and barely covered that. They won by eight. But again, you know, I think Cal can keep this kind of close. So if it's double digits, I think that's the, okay, the theme of this day's podcast is Double digit spreads. I'm going to be on most of the dogs here. There you Possibly go. Possibly Cal included. There you go. Um, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just felt like it was a good time to play that. Uh, TCU is at Texas Tech. Nick, not a lot. Not not a lot of people are talking about TCU. They're fifth in the Big Twelve right now. Jamie Dixon doing a hell of a job. They're coming off of a win against Oklahoma State. They beat Oklahoma back on the what thirty first of, uh, and they beat LSU. They've won three of four. Their only loss was to K State. Do they go on the road in Lubbock and pull this out? I think not. But I wonder what this line will be. I, you know, I do like Texas tech here to bounce back and I think they'll cover, you know, so here's a favorite I'm on and you look at Texas tech's last two home games. They beat Texas by 13 beat Mississippi state by 16 dude in Lubbock. It's almost like they're almost like a mini Auburn. You know, that place yeah. just gets crazy and they're, they're very 14 hard to and oh, they're 14 and oh at home, but shout out to TCU four and one on the road. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good but, game. Uh, I'm on the red Raiders. I think I am too depend, but it depends where that number is. If that's like seven, eight, I might go TCU. Uh, Florida's at Kentucky. Any chance, Colin Castleton of Florida? Like I said, they're the first team out according to Lenardi. Number one, talk about a huge spot for the Gators. 
Now at the same time, Kentucky has looked like the real fucking deal lately. I I've really been impressed with the development of this team and Calipari's doing a hell of a coaching job. Say what you want about the guy. I think he's been doing a great coaching job. Um, what is this? You think Kentucky minus eight? Who are you taking? You know, I feel like these games are always pretty crazy. Uh, last year, Florida won at Kentucky, you know, in Lexington. Um, so if you're, if you're laying too many points here, I think, I think it's gonna be a close game. You know, I, I do like the way Kentucky's playing right here Toshibe in the middle. And I'm a big severe Savar Wheeler fan, the uh, point guard. And now that tie tie is back and healthy. Kentucky's kind of rounding in a form here, but I expect a close game. And if you're telling me they're laying eight, I think I'm going to go Gators. That's <laughs> tough. I, I it's, check the SGPN app on that one. I, it's just a t- it's that's tough. Um, yeah, I think I lean. If it's eight, give me the Gators too. I think I think you got to. They're more desperate. Uh, Marquette is at Butler. Do, does uh, Shaka go into Hinkle and get the win and go to uh, and go to seventeen and eight and and they're fourth in the Big East. They're still alive in the Big East. Be, be, you know, so uh, they have the tiebreaker over Nova actually. So if they if they were to tie, they would have the tiebreaker. Uh, do they get it done at Butler? I'd say watch out, man. And uh, now that once again Butler's a team that is at full health now, uh, and in Hinkle they are tough to beat. Now I will say that Marquette is 10 and three ATS in biggies play. Cause they really haven't been getting the love from Vegas. So it all depends what the line is here. If it's a small line, if it's anything, if it's like Marquette less than five, I think I'll go Marquette. But if it's more than five, I'm going to go Butler. Yeah, but they're tough in Hinkle. They, they, they play up in Hinkle. Um, Moving along the line. I got to touch base. Another Patriot league. <laughs> I, I've, I've had fun with the Patriot league this year. Uh, Colgate's at Loyola. Loyola, Maryland. That is, this is Colgate's in first place. Loyola's in fourth. This is a gigantic game here. They both have the same record. So huge opportunity. Are you, are you it seems like you're buying in all the way with Colgate here. I think so. I don't trust Loyola. Colgate's definitely the better team here, but uh, just recently Colgate, even though they've won what five in a row here, yeah. They burned me on a game <laughs> recently. What game was they've that? They've won it nine was- of their last 10. Yeah. They burned me. I locked up that same game. It was like a day game. Uh, it was the game against uh, Boston. They, they got yeah, smacked by Boston. That's what it was. Yeah. Exactly. The last time they lost, which was, you know, back in, in late January here. Uh, but yeah, I, I think they're, they're just, just playing better ball right now. So give me Colgate. Yeah. We're agreeing too much Duke at Boston college. Any chance and I, we got to do an episode uh, soon, maybe next week, where we go through the first year coaches. What do you think? How do you think Earl, Earl Grant's doing in year one, with Boston College? Like he didn't have much to work with, and uh, they've been, you know, feisty at times. I'd say so. I give them a, a passing grade. I'm yeah, not going to give. I think, them, well, know, I think they've, been, they've they've been better than what they've been. I feel like. Right. Right. And uh, you know, and and it's always a kind of a tricky road trip because. You know, no, nobody's you know geeked up or amped up to go play Boston College in Amherst. You know, so it's it's kind of you know Duke can kind of come in there, maybe no, no, no. Ch- Chestnut the- Hill, buddy. I'm sorry, uh, UMass is in Amherst, yeah, right? Yeah, what the hell's the difference? <laughs> uh, so I don't know. You know, I'm gonna go Duke here, but they're gonna be laying a lot of points. Yeah, and like I said, it's a tricky road trip. I mean, I, I think I think BC beat Duke at least once within the last five years in Chestnut Hill. Wow. Wow. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm gonna take Duke minus the points though. San Francisco. Look, I heard uh, John Rothstein was 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 publishing some stuff, and, and I think Rocco Miller, both of them were 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 talking about how this how awesome this game is Saturday because it is the epitome of a bubble game. San Francisco. Lenardi has them as not the last four in, but basically the fifth team in, <laughs> right? The last whatever you want to say. They're in the last eight. Put it like that. Uh, San Francisco's at Santa Clara, where all of a sudden, uh, you know, I saw that, you know, uh, Rothstein saying that Santa Clara's on the outside, but man, are they red hot lately? They just beat St. Mary's. Um, they were injured. They were injured for uh, when, when they went on their losing streak, when they lost a few games, they were not healthy. Now, if they get this win, that would be a huge resume booster. And they still have, I mean, obviously, I think they would have to, uh, you know, beat Gonzaga to, to firmly be in, but, or in one of the, either in the, in the WCC tournament or the, the game they play on, on February 19th, but huge game and major implications involved in this one. It's San Francisco at Santa Clara. I'm taking Santa Clara to win this Nick. Well, let's not forget their head coach is the one and only Herb Sendek used to coach at NC state. He was actually the best coach at NC state in my lifetime. And he gets zero credit. He had them in the tournament basically every year. And the, the most perplexing thing is that even NC state fans didn't really like him because he kind of had a slow methodical. He never got like, you know, big time recruits, you know, but his teams were always good, very well coached. And that's been the same thing at Santa Clara. Uh, you know what San Francisco won by three in the same matchup a couple of weeks ago. I'm on Santa Clara at home as well. I think it's going to be a, a small spread. And I think this has, you know, I think it's lock worthy potential. Uh, I, I, this, I, I'm, I can't wait to see the, uh, the line. I can't wait to watch this game. Uh, at the same time, we have Syracuse at Virginia tech. You want to talk about a nice little spot for desperation. Um, Virginia tech's playing their way back into the, the mix there. These teams are both on the outside. You want to talk about a potential like high stakes game we got going on in Blacksburg. So well, uh, the crushing thing is that Jesse Edwards out for the year for Syracuse. Yeah. I mean, Syracuse was they, not a deep team at all especially on the interior. I don't know what the hell they're going to do without Edwards. Yeah. It's too bad because Syracuse was playing a lot better last couple of weeks. No, they won four in a row. They won four in a yeah. row right now. But, but at the same time, you could say the same about Virginia tech, Virginia tech getting right. hot at the right time. They have won uh, four in a row as well. So I would say, watch out for Kiwi Aluma, the uh, Virginia tech's big man. Cause without Edwards there as the rim, the uh, rim protector, he should go off. It's in Blacksburg DFS. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I don't know how Syracuse bounces back from that injury. And, you know, and I think we were all rooting for them to be in the tournament, you know, with both Bayheims. I think that would be fun, dude. It's an, it's an uphill battle. Yeah, it, it really is. And I think Virginia tech's going to get this win. This place is a sellout. Give me, give me the Hokies in Blacksburg. I wonder what this line will be though. Um, uh, and come play DraftKings with us. DraftKings college basketball, right? Every single day, at NC Nick uh, or at NC underscore N I C K to, to follow at Nick on Twitter. He, he, he blasts us all the time. Also at the college basketball experience, which is at TCE on SGPN, both those accounts on, uh, on Twitter. Got to touch on this one. It's right up your road. And uh, we talk about Longwood having this lead in the big South. Well, Campbell's in second place and he was in third is don't look now. Tubby Smith and high point. They, they are <laughs> battling. This is a big game, man. I, I look, I bet people th- thought, Oh, we're not going to talk about this game. No, we do. This is, this is a key game in the big South. 
We we got love for all the schools here. You're, who do you who do you like more here? You a high point Camp, guy? Yeah, you know, Campbell's kind of been struggling lately. I think they started the year off better. And then on the opposite side, high point, a couple wins, you know, their last couple of times out against Presbyterian against uh, UNC Asheville, they're at home. But for some reason, I just think the camel program is in a better place. So give me the Campbell fighting camels of Bowie's Creek, North Carolina, top 80 recruiting class in football. Mike Minter doing it. Uh, got to touch base on this one too. Okay. Got to give it up for the little schools here. Liberty is in first place in the Atlantic sun and they're on the road at Jacksonville, the dolphins, Nick, I don't know if you've seen me locking them up over the past couple of weeks. They have been my team. I've noticed uh, Liberty blew them out. This is interesting. Jacksonville played at Liberty and I locked up Jacksonville. That's one of the times I lost on Jacksonville. It was a close game at halftime in the second half. Liberty blew them out. Will Jacksonville, the dolphins get revenge at home is the question. The, the top two teams in the a sun going at it. Sign me up. I'm going to take a flyer. I think this number is going to be big. I'm going to take Jacksonville with the points and I'm going to, I'm going to lock it up. I think. Yeah. I don't blame you. Uh, this could be, this could be a double digit spread and uh, the home dog would be attractive. I think Liberty probably wins. Jacksonville's not on their level yet, but I think they can cover a, a large number here. There we go. Uh, Vandy at Tennessee. I just, I got to mention this because Vandy seems to have been pretty hot lately. Uh, they've won a, a couple in a row. They've been playing better basketball rivalry game here. Tennessee, though, looking pretty good. That was an impressive win at Mississippi state falls falls roll at home. I think so. I think defensively they can lock up Scotty Pippen jr. And company, uh, you know, big brother, little brother thing here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me, give me Tennessee staying with the rivalry front, Michigan, just perhaps playing their way into the NCAA tournament with that win over uh, Purdue. They host Ohio state Saturday. This is a fucking great Saturday, man. I, I love these games. Um, I expect this one to go down to the wire. Uh, I, I think I'm going to take Ohio State to pull off the upset, though. What are you doing? Mm. Well, they haven't played yet this year. Last time they played was in the Big Ten tourney a season ago. Uh, the Buckeyes at one point win. Uh, it was a great game. But uh, the last two road games, Ohio State has lost to uh, Purdue and to Rutgers. Michigan is coming off that big win here, but, you know, I know our. our our, our buddy Noah's a big Michigan fan, and he's 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 been telling you it's a young team. They're growing, they're rounding into form here at home. I might go Wolverines. I mean, that would be great to see. Great to see. Uh, SMU beat Houston, Nick. We just talked about this. They're on the outside of the bubble still, but not by much. This SMU team has been money at home. And they're also winners of eight of their last 10, but they are going to East Carolina where, you know, let me just, because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time, or you don't coach at East Carolina. You don't come to East Carolina. You don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart, Write it. Well, that's that my what man, Steve Logan, right that there. Is Steve Logan. God bless Logan. Steve Logan. Uh, he's awesome. Lock it up. East Carolina is going to look they're gonna, East Carolina is probably going to be catching like eight. They're going to, they're going to play this. This is look. East Carolina went on the road. to Tulsa beat him out. Right. I was on that. I was on the money line. That was a seven point dog or six and a half point dog. They went on the money line at Tulsa. They're going to play SMU close, man. Keep an yeah, eye on you, my pirates. Give me SMU. You, you piece of shit. Uh, Arizona's at Washington. Any chance uh, the Huskies pull off the upset against the number four team in the nation? No, I don't think so. And if for some reason Arizona's only laying six or seven points like they were at Wazoo, I'll lock up Arizona again. I don't expect that to be the case, 
but um, Arizona's just on a different stratosphere. We got a nice CAA matchup here. Both these teams among the top four. Hofstra is at Delaware. The Blue Hens. Uh, you know what's crazy is we we were number crunching this line, and I was surprised to see that Delaware was a one point favorite. Now that was off the numbers. We think it's going to be Hofstra as a one point favorite. Me and Kramer just because of of the Hofstra's recent success. Either way, I think I'm going to lock Hofstra on the road at the Blue Hens. I saw you did earlier in the week. You locked up Hofstra at Drexel. I was on the wrong side of that. I was on the Dragons. Uh, I've learned my lesson here. I think I'll ride with the pride. See what I did there? I'll yeah. ride with the pride. Yeah, buddy. DePaul is at Providence. Can we look? I know DePaul's not even close to the NCAA tournament yet, but man, they're 12 and 10. Stubblefield's doing a great job. They've won. Look, their last two games, they beat Georgetown, they beat Xavier at Xavier. They almost without Freeman Liberty. Yeah, they almost knocked off UConn. Th- this team is, is showing signs of life. And down the stretch here, look, I don't know. Providence has been pretty damn good this year, but traditionally, years past, they're 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 known to lay a lemon or two. If DePaul could find a way to win this game, after this, they got home games against Butler and Creighton. Those are winnable. They also have Georgetown and St. John's after that. I mean, they, they, you're talking. You pull this one off, you could find yourself playing your way into the bubble. It's possible. They could catch Providence overlooking this game. Uh, you know, sitting at 20 and two overall 10 and one in conference. That's still kind of crazy to say that's Providence's record right now. I still don't completely buy into them, but perhaps I should, I don't know. I mean, Horcher's playing really good. Uh, you know, Nate Watson and uh, that last game, uh, Jared Bynum just went off against Georgetown. I think he put up like 30 or something. Yeah. Uh, at this point I got to go uh, Providence. Yeah, me too. You son of a, if it's nine or 10, I'm taking DePaul. <laughs> um, uh, let me skip down here. I guess we got a big one in the, uh, yeah, another big one in the, uh, oh, I don't need to touch base on that. Let's go Charleston at, at North Carolina, Wilmington. Well, Wilmington lost to Hofstra, Nick. Uh, they're still in the thick of this in first place, but Hofstra right on their tail. Any chance Charleston knocks them off? I may be sure there's a chance of course, but uh, I like UNCW here. Yeah, I do too. I like that team. Notre Dame at Clemson. Are we taking the Irish minus the points because Clemson is depleted? I think you got to man. And it'll be interesting to see the line and see if Vegas and you know, see how, how they factor in the injury and the suspension. So I, I can't wait to see that, that line. If it's a small number, uh, I think I might, you know, roll Irish and lock it up and bet it. Yeah, I might too. I might too, just because of that. Drake is at Bradley. Bradley upset Loyola Chicago the other day, and Drake took care of business against Missouri. Or no, they lost to Missouri State. They blew a lead and lost to Missouri State. This is a huge game. The Missouri Valley is wide open, man. It is wide open, and I think it's five deep. Northern Iowa is currently in first place. I believe after that, uh, Loyola's in second, Missouri State's in third. Drake is in fourth, Bradley's in fifth, but there's, this is a narrow, narrow gap. I'm talking like after this weekend, Bradley could be in first place. And and, you know, this is a tight, tight race in the Missouri Valley, huge game. This is a gigantic game for both teams. I think Bradley's going to get it done at home. Yeah. I like, I like Bradley at home. I think Drake should probably be the, will will probably be the favored by a handful of points. Uh, I think you got a, a, a potential money line play in the Braves. Yeah. Mississippi state at LSU, Nick, Mississippi state currently Lenardi's first eight out. Meanwhile, LSU is in as a seven seed. I don't know how they're a seven seed, but I don't know. I guess they were hot in the beginning of the year. 
Yeah, they they had lost three in a row before beating AM on the road earlier in the week. I think I gotta lean LSU at home here. Yeah. Uh no. Yeah, Mississippi State's been horrible on the road. I I can't yeah. take Mississippi State. Um, what else we got? South Florida, Wichita State, Utah, Colorado, Ole Miss, Missouri, Penn State, Minnesota, all kind of shitty games. Um BYU's been 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 really hitting a rough patch. They're at Pepperdine. Any chance the uh the waves pull off the upset? No, I don't think so. But if the Pepperdine just lost by about a hundred points, <laughs> yeah. I saw that to San Francisco. I saw that Pepperdine's pretty bad here. I think BYU can get right. The, uh, they, they, they have George Zedek's son. Now he wasn't getting it done for him. <laughs> uh, that's a poll for you, right there, folks. If you know that one, uh, you, UCLA big man with uh, Tyus Edney. Yes, and yes. Won a championship. St. Mary's is at Gonzaga. Is there any way St. Mary's pulls this off, Nick? Is there any way? Because St. Mary's is a team they got to worry with that loss to Santa right. Clara. They're currently a nine seed, so I guess they're somewhat safely in. But man, this is a big, yeah, big yeah, opportunity This is a for them. game where I think they probably get. I think they get Gonzaga back at at home in a couple of weeks. That's the game you circle as a potential upset. On the road at Gonzaga, nah, man, not gonna happen. Uh, we'll be calling this game for Colorcast. Get the Colorcast app. Me, Patty, CNC, Nick will be calling this game. UCLA at USC, Battle of Los Angeles. USC almost lost to Pacific last week, Nick, and I, I'm still not buying in. Right. I'm taking UCLA to 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 get things done. This is a great Saturday night. Are you kidding me? Downtown LA is gonna be rocking. They got the Super Bowl the next day. Um, I actually could have went to this game, but uh, we're calling it instead because we love the fans. Um, <laughs> uh, what are you doing here? I, I think UCLA would be like a six-point favorite. What do you think? Five-point favorite? Uh, yeah, and that's the case. I'm all, I'm all over the Bruins. I would consider locking it up. I think they're just better than USC. I think the the losses to the Arizona schools last week. You know, I think that might you know refocus UCLA here. I like them to win and cover. All right, Cal State Fullerton, second in the Big West. Currently, Long Beach State is first. Long Beach State just went on the road and won on the island. Now they have to go. Cal State Fullerton has to go to Hawaii. Nick, Hawaii still can win the Big West. They're only in third place if they beat this. So, bat, basically, number two in the Big West at number three. There's my jam. There we go. It's 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 not paradise for the Titans of Fullerton, all right? Because I think Hawaii gets back on the winning side of things. I think they take care of business against Fullerton. What are you doing there? I'm going Hawaii. Come on, I I can't not go Rainbow Warriors after hearing that sweet music. That is that is just a, I love how that's your favorite song. I mean, it's it's a classic song. You can't you can't go wrong with that. That's a that is a heater. Look, it is. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> it's what the kids say on the street. That is a heater, Nick. Um, <laughs> All right. Now, before we get into, we have a little bit of, of Sunday games. It's I actually love Sunday slate considering it's the super bowl. Uh, I want to tell you folks out there though, that the college basketball experience is brought to you by win bet. Win bets now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York from boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today to bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. 
today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game, plus 100% instant, instant deposit match at ThriveFantasy.com. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at better, uh, betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B E T T O R fantasy.com slash SGPN. And last but not least, don't forget to download us. Yes, and you only got a day or two now to enter. Download the SGPN app and enter the free Super Bowl prop contest for your chance to win a hundred grand. It's the app is free to download. You got no, you, you got to do it. All right. So go grab that thing and let it ride. All right, Nick super bowl Sunday. I'm not even going to call it super bowl Sunday. I look, I'm excited for super. I, I love football. We're going to watch the super bowl, but at the same time, dude, I like this lineup here of college basketball games starting at 9. AM St. John's is running out of opportunity, Nick. They're running out of opportunity. They're hosting UConn. Can this be a win for the Johnnies to somehow help? They're like, I feel like Northwestern. They're just, and maybe even DePaul. They're just trying to claw their way back into the the mix. Can they get it done at home? I'll say this. I'll say if Posh Alexander's healthy, they win. You know, they won a couple games last week, but over Butler, over Georgetown, that's not really moving the needle as far as, you know, impressive wins to get into the NCAAs. This one would beating yes. you know a, a ranked UConn squad would be big in it, order to do so. They need posh Alexander healthy as their point guard. So, you know, you have to you know pay attention to that as you know, leading up to a more, tip here more than that, buddy, Julian Champagne is questionable as well. Posh Ooh. and Champagne is are, 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 I'm sorry. Champagne is, is questionable as well, but uh, you know, uh, Acock, Acock or whatever his name is, is out. I always, yeah, he wasn't a big guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was. He was a backup. Uh, UConn has been playing really good with with uh, Adama Sanogu, the big man from Africa. That guy's a beast, man. So especially without Champagne, if if he if he doesn't play, then watch out here. So this one is really too early to tell. Pay attention to that uh, injury report. Yeah, uh, we got a we got a, a hum, they call this one a humdinger, Nick. In the uh, in the <laughs> in the is that what the kids on the street are saying? <laughs> <laughs> apparently around the, the great state of uh, the great state of Ohio twenties, <laughs> they might've been slang in the twenties. <laughs> Northern Kentucky is at Wright state. This is an awesome game and don't look now, but the Norse, the Norse have been, uh, they've been doing it lately. Uh, they, they're they're This is, this is, uh, they just beat Milwaukee <laughs> 75 to 39, 75 to 39. That was on the road at Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee's top leading scorer had five points. Wow. <laughs> wow. Was it Baldwin? No, he's, he's <laughs> been sitting out. That's what's hilarious. He's opting out. It seems like until the tournament, I don't know what the hell's going on there, but anyway, this is a huge game in the horizon league, Northern Kentucky at Wright state. Who are you leaning with? I think, I think I got to go with Northern Kentucky as the hotter team right now, but both teams have been playing great. Um, Something's got to yeah. give here. At this point, I think I'm going to go right state. You know, playing at home in Dayton, Ohio, tough matchup. Should be a good one. Give me right state. Yeah, I mean, look for for, for Sunday. 
who the Super Bowl doesn't start till later. You get you get Yukon St. John's and Northern Kentucky Wright State. That's a good matchup. I thought this would be a good matchup, but after watching Maryland against I- Iowa, I maybe maybe this is gonna be a blowout. Maryland's at Purdue, Nick. Any chance? No, uh, no chance yeah. in hell. Lay as many points as possible. <laughs> Purdue coming off a loss. Maryland, I think, is on auto fade now. Go Purdue. Detroit's at Oakland. Uh this is a rivalry game here. Another nice matchup. Yeah, another nice matchup in the horizon. The horizon. League. They're doing things. Does Oakland get back on on it here? I mean, they they dude something seems awry yes. in, up in up in Michigan outside Detroit. Uh, uh, yeah, and give me Detroit. The uh, Mike the, uh, Davis Titans here. Mike there Davis. You go. There yeah, you go. Until I see Oakland play better ball here, you know, losing losers of three in a row, and then but even before that, you know, just a a close win over Illinois Chicago. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, Detroit rolls. Uh man. I might go Oakland there. They got to get back on on this at some point. They're talented. Yeah. Um, uh, th- th- once again, this is still Sunday. Sunday morning uh, out here on the West, one o'clock on the East. Monmouth at Iona. Nick, this is supposed to be the top two teams in the in the in the MAAC. Ever since the MAAC told Monmouth they're not allowed to be in their postseason, they've lost every game. <laughs> because they know. Quit? Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, well, look. If you're, this is why it's so fucked up. Is like they've invested all this since the summer, right? And it's like, and um, honestly, Monmouth, much like James Madison, much like Stony Brook, they could make the NCAA tournament, right? Yeah, it's it's sad, man. It's fucking pathetic. Uh, just off that, Monmouth is at Iona. I think I, I ha- have to take Iona in this matchup. Iona's undefeated at home, and from a motivational stands. Yeah, standpoint. I guess you know the motivational game. Like this is it. Maybe this is their Super Bowl. They didn't care about the other matchups, but this would be a big win over you know the favorite in the conference. Maybe if you're if you're trying to talk yourself yeah. into Monmouth, I'm not though. I'll go Gales. Yeah, uh, we got a big one though. Uh, conference USA here. You know UAB just destroyed Middle Tennessee the other night. They're at ODU. Somehow ODU's been staying afloat despite they they got their ass whooped by Middle Tennessee last night. Um, uh, th- Decent conference USA game with implications. UAB on the road, Nick. I think so. I think uh, Old Dominion struggling of late. UAB finding a groove. Give me the Blazers. All right, we're almost through this. We're almost through, this. but it's, this is a great Sunday, man. Northwestern at Illinois. Any chance Chris Collins bunch pulls off the upset? I'll tell you this: if they pull this one off, then we can start talking because they're twelve and ten right now. They're twelve and ten. And the, what they just beat Indiana, Nebraska, and Rutgers. So they've the three straight wins. They played the Illini on January 29th. They lost by three. They were up a lot of that game. Yeah. I mean, is there any chance they go into Champaign and pull this off? Uh, I don't think so, man. I'm all over the Illini here. I'd say Northwestern has a chance to cover if we're once again like laying double digits, but I, the spread on, might only be like seven or eight or so. What do you think? Yeah, I'm thinking seven or eight, probably. Yeah, maybe nine, maybe nine. I don't know, but I might be on the Illini there. Nebraska's at Iowa. Does Iowa get back? uh, No, actually, Iowa just scored like 150 points against Maryland. (laughs) Uh, Nebraska is Hoiberg's seat hot? It should be. I mean, (laughs) he hasn't done anything. He's sitting at seven and seventeen, one and twelve in the Big Ten, and I'm I'm sure they'll lose again. Uh, and and the, like I said, this s- Sunday is low key. Great Charlotte. Who's in third place in the conference USA. They're on the road at middle Tennessee. Who's in first place. There's a big time game going on. Charlotte in the, just had that tough loss last night to La Tech. 
on the road here. I don't know. I don't see a bounce back. I th- I'm on the blue Raiders. I am too. Mercer is at UNC Greensboro Mercer and UNC Greensboro still in the thick of it, especially if Chattanooga loses to Furman. These are teams all in the top five of the SoCon huge game in Greensboro. Are you going with your Spartans or going with the bears? I would say this Mercer has been dog shit on the road this year, three and nine. I think I lean Greensboro here. Yeah. At home Greensboro's won three in a row, including that big road win at Furman. Meanwhile, Mercer's lost four of the last five. I think it's pretty, uh, pretty easy here. UNCG, but you know, with these games, you know, in this conference, <laughs> yeah. don't lay, don't lay a bunch of points. Like <laughs> these games are uh, wild, dude. Yeah. If it's more than like five or six, I think you go dog and Chattanooga just play. Uh, they, 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 look, they're in first place, but they pulled a win out of their ass against Mercer. Uh, not that long ago. Uh, this two more great games on Sunday, Northern Iowa's at Loyola, Chicago. These are the top two teams in the Missouri Valley. Northern Iowa surprisingly number one in the Missouri Valley, Loyola, Chicago, number two, Nick, um, he, uh, Lenardi has right now two teams in the Missouri Valley he is Northern Iowa in the NCAA tournament. And he has Loyola, Chicago outright last eight in, um, this is a gigantic game. This is an awesome game. I'm going to be watching this one. Uh, I'm curious what you're doing here because Northern Iowa has been red hot. They've won five in a row. They're six and three on the road. Meanwhile, they have been yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, finish no, up. no, no. I'm just saying. Meanwhile, uh, I mean, Loyola's ten and one at home. They had a thirty game winning streak snapped at home uh, when Missouri State beat them. But you start to worry a little bit about Loyola the past week or two. I I'm gonna go Loyola and trust the the. The, the home environment, but yeah, man, I don't know. Northern Iowa starting to show some signs. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, obviously, Northern Iowa is the hot team, and Loyola is not as good this year as the last few. Uh, they also play on the 26th of February. That game is at Northern Iowa. I like the home team here. I think Loyola gets this one close game, though. Uh, yeah, this wouldn't be surprised if this is like a buzzer beater or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got currently Loyola is a 10 seed. Um, yeah, this that's uh, what a great game. And then the, uh, the, we end it right before uh, the Super Bowl with Colorado State at Boise State. Colorado State's currently a nine seed, um, but still, I mean, look, the the Mountain West is, is just Boise's an eight seed. This is a huge game. Uh, Boise currently in second place in the Mountain West. Colorado State in third place. Uh, you know who's in first place, Nick? Right. Wyoming. Yes, dude. The the Mountain West is way fucking <laughs> up this year. Uh, this is an awesome game. This might be the game of the day on, on, on Sunday, Colorado state at Boise. I'm going to take Boise in a close one. They Boise's clutch. They've, they've yeah, speak, speaking of Wyoming, both these schools lost at Wyoming in the last couple of weeks. But yeah, I think Boise at home, uh, they have some injury concerns, I think. So, you know, check that injury line, but uh, as long as they're healthy, I think they can take care of the Rams. Yeah. Emmanuel, Ekot, their leading scorer is a game time decision. Keep an eye on that. They also have Co- Kobe Young and RJ Keener out too, but I don't think those are as key players. Yeah, as, the as big one, yeah. the big ones are caught. Yep. Yeah. Um. And th- that's our slate. That's our slate. What a great fucking weekend! What a great weekend! We'll have all these picks covered for you on the SGPN app. Go grab that. Remember, Saturday morning, eight a.m. on the West, uh, uh, eleven a. Or I'm sorry, yeah, eleven a.m. on the East. I will be live in studio at the SGPN headquarters, uh, uh, giving you best plays of the day. Also me, Patty CNC, Nick calling the UCLA USC game on color cast, get the color cast app. 
It's really cool to check it out. It's free to download all that stuff. So, and I'll have a reaction show pod dropping late Saturday night. We got you covered when it comes to college basketball on the college basketball experience. Also subscribe to the college football experience. We talk college football year round, just dropped an episode about Brian Harson and potential 2022 surprise teams. Also subscribe to the sports gambling podcast. Huh? Why should you subscribe to that? Let me just rattle off who was on the show this week. Uh, Joe Theismann, former NFL MVP. Uh, Eric Metcalf, former pro bowler, uh, Bill Romanowski, a four time super bowl champ, John Sally, who won, I think four or five NBA championships. Um, who else was on that show? Nick Legarrett blunt, the running back f- uh, from the Patriots who won two super bowls, I think with the Patriots and Eagles. And I, I'm forgetting some Pac-Man Jones was on there. There you go. Romanowski. Did you mention? Yeah. Uh, just did a, you mention Eric Metcalf, Eric Metcalf? Just uh, look, you got to check out the sports gambling podcast. Subscribe over there. Also subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast. We got that thing going. It's flying already. Season kicks April 16th. We're already, uh, we're already just really into this uh, USFL stuff. So check that out and uh, yeah, subscribe to uh, all those feeds and get the, get the, the, one of the best things I recommend is the Slack app, get the Slack app. And and go to the Sports Gambling Podcast channel. You're gonna love it. it. Every sport you can think of. So do that. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Like I said, come play uh, DFS with us. DraftKings college basketball, a lot of fun. And the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And uh, yeah, this is the college basketball experience. We can report. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Do you come from an undone under?